Radio Free Cybertron. Transformers. Rewind. Okay, so this week on Transformers Rewind, we're talking about Bad Spark. Long-range recon report. This kitty's keen sense of discovery has uncovered a Mondo stasis pod, but it's thoroughly thrashed, and it plowed into a big load of residual energon, and it's branded with In a bad big, spark. Bad Cheetor radios back to base after finding a giant stasis pod. Optimus and Silverbolt meet up with Cheetor, and Optimus explains that the evidently deceased Protoform X was the real mission of the Axelon. Indestructible? <laughs> Afraid not. Having intercepted Cheetor's transmission earlier, the Predacons arrive and try to claim the Protoform by force, while Tarantulas also appears to take Black Arachnia by force. Are you... damaged? Uh, just enough to make me... interesting. Well, I suspect Tarantulas will still come after you. I expect you're right. Well, I I will not let him harm you. <laughs> I'm counting on that. The fight detonates a pile of energon crystals, setting off an energon storm that scatters all the combatants, who must make their way up a mountain above the energon storm to call for help. But Protoform X may not be as offline as Optimus thought. So, this episode is... Probably one of the more noted of season two, It and Transmutate, because, wow, how did they get this in a kid's show? Yeah. <laughs> it does sort of have a horror film feel to it. Well, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, there's the horror film style of it, and then there's, I mean, we find out more about Protoform X later that, like, cements it further, but he's basically the Transformer serial killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, I mean, and, and that's... I mean, Yeah, well, I mean, and there's a lot going on in this in this episode. It had been a long time since I'd actually uh, sat down and watched this episode, and I was really surprised just by you know the sheer amount of stuff. I mean, we have a lot. It's the seeds have been planted earlier, but we start to see the full fruition of you know this relationship between Black Arachnia and Silverbolt. Um, you know, this whole secret mission of the Axelon, which you know sort of lends to this idea of like a, a larger secret world um, behind the scenes of the maximal mm-hmm. uh, you know the maximal government just uh, and I mean it's got everything that you could want I mean like I said the horror film feel um, seeds of a lot of things well I mean you know like a, a minor piece it seems would be like the where Dinobot is uh, making the download into the Axelon uh, computers which, which, of course, we never get any follow-up on later. But yeah. Right, but that would have been a part of that... Um, yeah, no official follow-up. Dark right, Glass. But the, yeah. Dark Glass. That would have been the Dark Glass follow-up that, that never came into fruition. So there's a lot of things going on in this episode, and a lot of things I did, you know, just had forgotten happen sort of at this pivotal moment in the series. I, I, I think it says a lot for this episode that it was actually chosen as the second part of the theatrical showing of uh, The Beast Wars' second movie. Um, of course, as a result of that, A, it wasn't dubbed for the theatrical showing, and B, it never got dubbed as part of the Beast Wars medals run on TV either. Yeah. So, oops. Yeah. 
But, you know, at least they don't talk about, you know, bananas. Or they don't really make weird Man, inferences. Can you, can you even imagine what oh this episode God. would be like with the Japanese Beast Wars dub? I don't think they could have done it. I mean, I really don't. I mean, that's it would have been probably, really hard. That's probably, the, that's probably why it ended up as a theatrical showing instead. You know, it was too yeah. dark and um, just heavy for the audience they were aiming at, and, and you this really, was the best way to get the footage out And there. you really wouldn't... I mean, this is a great episode for just like um, for David Kay and Beast Wars uh, and Megatron, and uh, you really wouldn't want to lose that. In a yeah. dub. Well, I, of course, I wouldn't want to lose that. No. I mean, I mean, uh, one of the most famous lines in the whole run of the shows was, you know, spiders spin their webs, but I spin them larger. I mean, that that's just one of the most memorable quotes from Megatron in the whole series, and it really just well, says, it just, "Yeah, I guess so." I think for me, it'd really be more treachery keeps the wits sharp from earlier in the season. Oh, well, I mean, it's one of. I mean, it really shows. It really tells about his character and what you know who Megatron oh, yeah. is. Um, and, you know, watching this, I haven't watched an episode of Beast Wars in a, in a, a year or two, which is, makes me kind of sad. I really miss Beast Wars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the we talk about, um, you know, how the animation hasn't really aged that badly. And it, it's aged. It's, it clearly has, but it, it has this oh. charm to it that it's, it's more timeless than, say, other things like G1. Um, well, okay. I mean, Mainframe was honestly ahead of their time in CGI for as long as they were in operation. Uh, you know, Reboot started in, what, 1992 as the first full-length CGI cartoon on TV. And, I mean, that in itself was ahead of its time. Yes. And by the time they got to Beast Wars, they were really ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, their, their highest shining point, though, I think, was Beast Machines, which has aged so much better than Beast Wars has. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. Beast Machines yeah. is actually um, is actually a lot better in retrospect than um, Beast Wars um, is. Be- Beast Wars was you know highly acclaimed for the most part during its original airing, and Beast Wars it took a lot of people um, you know time to really uh, appreciate it for what it was. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think with Beast Machines, nobody really learned to appreciate it for itself until we were getting. Armada and Energon. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. So, uh, <laughs> Imagine in this episode, huh. though, um, uh, Rampage. Um, one thing that maybe a little, a bit of a disservice to Rampage. He's less of a character, more of a force. Yeah. Which, it's his first okay. appearance, and you know, Rampage is one of my absolute favorite characters from Beast Wars. So, if if you really want to get acquainted with Rampage, this may not be the best episode. No, probably transmutate no, is probably one of the better rampage episodes but i think it's a still it's a good introduction i mean it's not like he has no lines and no personality in the episode um you know certainly he does have a few very sinister lines yeah uh in this in yeah, fact when he's torturing silverbolt is really where you learn okay this is what rampage is about yeah yeah yeah. But I mean, uh, and like I said, this episode has a lot of stuff too. I mean, you've even got you know G one references in terms of you know referencing the Starscream's Spark. Spark. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much to hate about this episode. It's really no, like, no, not at all. For as many things as they've thrown into it, there's a lot of really good stuff. And yeah. even if you take all of those elements away, 
still like the sort of horror film, almost Predator film. I mean, really, it's it's sort of an homage to Predator in that way. Yeah, I would say in general, this is a pretty representative season two episode of Beast Wars. Season two is overall really good. It is overall really good. I would say Bad Spark's kind of on the higher end of it. It is. It, it is. But it's still. I mean, but you know, there's there's not that many clunkers in season two, and I really I really can't think no. of one off the top of my head. Maybe coming no, to season, season that's two is really pretty... solid and tight. And I mean, it really. I think when people think of Beast Wars, they think of season two before any of the rest of it. Yeah. Mm. It's its high watermark for the series, and it has farting. That's the other thing that's really important to remember about this episode. Yeah, yeah, but season one had more epic farting than it is true. I'm just saying, like, if you're talking about everything that's in this, not only does it have all of that other stuff, but there is robot farting. Although, although it's funny you mentioned that because until just now, I hadn't realized that Cheetor's emissions this episode are they are precedented in the series continuity. Mm-hmm. Since Rhinox yeah. discharged excess energon in exactly the same way. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Man. This is good of stuff. All the, of all the <laughs> things to layer that deeply in the writing of the show, it's the robot fart.